0: What's good? Thank you for joining me. I'm Johan Francis and welcome to my show, Ego Killer. Here on the show, we cover all the decisions and moves you make inside the gym so that you can literally move better outside in the real world where it counts, where all the changes that you made inside, where you learned about your limits, you can access them outside. Every time we do a show like this, I'm hoping that you guys pull a little bit Of something, a little nugget of information that you could use today. This is applicable, actionable information using your body out in the real world. It is usually the case that you're sent to people like me because you talk to a medical professional. And that medical professional, under no uncertain terms, kicked game to you telling you that you need to lose weight. You need to get on some type of therapeutic prescription or you need to cut back on all of that fatty stuff. Get the pork out of your life, right? Make a return to the green life. We need to eat a little bit more holistically like our ancestors ate. All of this advice means that you guys come to see coaches and trainers like myself. And that is because... Medical professionals have a disproportionate amount of advice to offer you and me. Oftentimes, what happens is the advice that we get, we take it wholesale, and we forget to practice evaluating and qualifying that advice. After all, the medical degree on the wall, whether it's Eastern medicine or chiropractics or if it's physical therapy, is enough. But is it, is it really enough? We need to talk a little bit more about this. We need to investigate what type of credentials I'm looking for when I go and talk to the medical professionals about my injuries, about my illness, and about my general health. Inside the gym like this, I'm going to meet up with you, all right? And again, it's because maybe one of the medical professionals I was talking about told you to come in and see people like me. And so here's where we got to tackle them issues. We got to figure out, you know, why is your neck, your back, my neck and my back hurt, right? Why do, you, why do your bones rattle? Why is your neck knocked loose? Whatever it might be. We discover and work through all the, mo- all the pathology of illness right here. Oftentimes, the gym, in my opinion, is the best place, under the qualified auspices of someone who knows, is the best place to learn about your eating. I want to accent that it is under the auspices of somebody who knows their business, all right? Not old boy over there that, you know, is just coincidentally doing this for the next five weeks to look really shredded because he or she is trying to be beach muscle, you know, for the summer, that person might know a lot about your eating temporarily. We're out here eating for health. All right. The medical professionals, we need to evaluate and we need to discover a better means because we know that oftentimes medical professionals, um, whether it's a medical doctor, a chiropractor, they m- have our general health at the forefront of their mind, but there is so much more gray area, right? There's timing, there's work schedules, there's insurance and fiduciary responsibilities that prevent us from getting access to care. It's insurance status, it's work status, all this stuff. And so does that mean that your care is actually second place? No, 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 no. Your care, your health is first place, it's priority, because we gotta be around. You're here to be around for your loved ones, Me for mine. And so we got to be around. We need a means or kind of a matrix to start evaluating the medical professionals, the chiropractors, the physical therapists, professionals that teach us about our bodies. All right. So that's what we're going to get into a little bit today. Okay. Some people rely a little bit too much on that information. I'm sorry, but you do. You take everything with not a grain of salt. With the whole bucket. Instead, (laughs) instead, what you ought to do is evaluate, get second third opinions. All right. And I know myself I'm pretty guilty of not getting those opinions oftentimes. Um, but it is probably amongst our own interests to take our role in the scientific process. Scientific process is about evidence, repeating that evidence and having it checked. Well, you being diagnosed with some medical conditions is part of that process. And then, you know, that goes along with you knowing your body better, better than anyone else. Okay? Let me put it to you like this. If I ask you to do a back squat in the gym, you know, you might spread your feet a little bit too wide. For whatever reason, you like spreading your feet wider than normal. And I might look at you and be like, your feet are a little wide. But... I'm going to check myself. I'm going to check myself and quality coaches are going to check their self because guess what? You know your body better than I do, even though we've been working together for a year, two years, multiple years. I might know 90% of the way you move. You know that plus some because you were in your body your whole life. You know how your body responded under certain stressors at some time. Same thing goes when we're talking about it at the molecular level. Or super molecular level. You know your body better than everybody else. And so when someone tells you like, hey man, miss, you got um this diagnosis and it feels a little wrong. when well, you know yourself a little better. We need to qualify that by going to get second opinions. But listen, physicians, practitioners of medicine, they're there to kind of help you. We also want to remember, however, that a lot of the time we're going to get immediate preventative relief from our practitioners. That is important. All right. Excuse me, from our from our doctors. That is very important. But there are are alternatives. Not all the time. And it's always within your power to get second or third opinions. Whenever you feel like you know your body a little better For me personally, I've been told that I've had a you know a trick Shoulder or knee because of the way that I've trained my whole life Having been super body aware most of my athletic life I can almost trace back the exact time under tension or exact exercise that i was doing when i injured myself and it's not just me it's anyone that's real athletic can do this so if someone's looking at me from an the outside they're like oh you look like you you know you tripped i slipped on a banana peel i'm like no 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 i was actually trying to deadlift 450 and that's why my you know i got this little trick hip going on it's important to be collaborative but also to know about your body and how you move All right. So that's the first thing. I'm going to go over a few of these because listen, it's like this. When we listen to professionals, we end up trusting everybody wholesale or no one. If I trust nobody's advice, if they're physicians, if they're um, care, if they're doctors, if I don't trust any doctor, you, your only means of remedy comes by way of, what do you call it? Comes by way of ritual. And as time-tested as rituals may be, there is no 100% correlative evidentiary practice that's going to do you well. And like I said before, we need you around. So you could go ahead and, you know, you could go ahead and up your intake of cranberries and, you know, and greens because that's going to help you get through because that's the remedy that you got handed down. That's great. But on top of that, we need to understand remedies are fine, but not in a vacuum. This, in accordance with medical professional advice, is always going to be the key. And so your old root that you rub on the forearm and all that, that's beautiful. But let's make sure we're adding to it. I used to train a number of people that were a mix of – you'd be surprised. I used to train a particular um, couple, and one of them used to – he used to be from the old school. Um, His family was Spanish. And uh, whenever you get kind of sick or feel like, you know, ooh, I got a little (laughs) – I got a little itchy itchy throat here. I'm going to start eating more bananas because uh, of the the, uh, plantains. Because my family ate plantain whenever, you know, he would be that guy. However, my man also had a master's degree. (laughs) And so whenever he would go off on that tangent, I would just kind of listen, ready to intone, maybe see a doctor about this and do your thing. But luckily for me, like I mentioned, my man was also very educated. So whenever he'd be over here talking about, oh, I'm about to go, you know, light an incense and a sage and, you know, walk around like Kyrie Irving or something. He would also catch himself and be like, yeah. And then I started, you know, you know, throwing back the antibiotics or whatever. And so it's good to stick with your remedies. They help. We know placebos, if it is a placebo, oftentimes is Super therapeutic And non-pernicious Even more so And under very certain circumstances Now that's the first case Now if you end up trusting everybody Well you gotta have a lot of money To go around and spend money You have to have your insurance gotta be right You gotta have the platinum platinum Plus plan You gotta go ahead and have You know All of these uh, You have to be right with your money Your money has to be On Point correct in order for you to get all this medical advice. Do you got the money for that? How's your wallet stack looking? If you're good and you want to go ahead and spend that on professional after professional and maybe not really hammer down what's going on, you don't want to border on hypochondria, but this is where we go. All right. So that's if you trust everyone, trust no one or trust everyone. Well, you got to be in the middle somewhere. In fact, let me run it back. Let me, let me walk it back a little bit. What about addiction? Right? Getting over addiction requires practice. It requires um, identifying triggers. It requires practical approaches, practical, practicing things on a daily, okay? Not necessarily treatment after treatment after treatment, which, of course, puts a huge hole in your wallet. We want to get through the pain cycle, not reinforce it. All too many times, um, I'll train with you guys, and we're going to see chiropractors. Without getting too preachy about the nature of qualifying chiropractors as doctors or seeing them in the same light and scope, I will say this: All right, um, orthopedic surgeons, and, or excuse me, orthopedists, and you know, physical therapists, both called doctors. I'd probably go with them first, All right, I'd probably go with them first. However a lot of us do see our chiropractors because it feels good and you get an audible kind of response and confirmation that healing has happened or at very least a return to normalcy. That pop sounds good, doesn't it? It feels good. It feels good to be bent up into a pretzel and it's just cathartic. There's something about that. (sighs) Right. (laughs) There's something about that where it feels good. So. Remember, however, that we're trying to jump out of the pain cycle when we qualify our medical professionals, medical professionals are there to get us out of the of the um, pain cycle of the pain cycle. Something happened. I'm in pain. I um, relive the experience. I'm in pain. I try to cure the pain. It fades away. I'm back in pain. That's the cycle. Instead, it's something happened, pain, re-injury, cure it, back to pain, go back to the treatment, little pain, go back to treatment, and eventually, <laughs> no pain, if that makes sense. All right? If that makes sense. So that's that's the idea that we want to be on, is getting out, breaking that pain cycle. Um, and when we oftentimes link up with the chiropractors Look, might be cool Might listen to the same music you do Might listen to Schoolboy Q And you guys are in agreement on that, right? You got your fist in the air That's great But we want to remember that great professionals are there So that we never see you again Not never, 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 never Like, you know, Christmas cards are great <laughs> But I'm under the Complete imprimatur that you're not going to see me again. And I'm okay with that. You know why? Because we got somewhere and I got you out of the cycle. Even more so if I'm a medical professional, if I have a doctorate, I'm hoping that our time is very limited, not indefinite. And so that to me is always a red flag. It's like, oh, you're going again for that? Aren't we treating that and getting better? Well, here's how we do that we repair soft tissue damage with um you're gonna take two weeks of doing all the following all right so if you have you know you pull a, the the neck you got your neck hurt right you messed up your um your shoulders you got the soft tissue damage and you go to see your your physical therapist and then you want to start getting back into something or your physical therapist doesn't really explain you know just kind of sent you out in the world you're like what am i supposed to do am i supposed to start lifting am i supposed to stay off it and i'm getting real low because i'm not really working out i feel bad Okay, that was a mouthful. Here's what you need to remember when you're repairing from injury is, spend about two to three weeks in isometric moves. So that's moves where the muscles around the injured joint are not moving. Then start to move the muscle. So I start adding back mobility. Mobility is huge. This is where you take time to stretch, spending a minimum of 5 minutes per muscle group in this case the injured area, working through end ranges, right? Describing end ranges where your muscle and arms or whatever, excuse me, not your arms, but your the injured area being able to describe where like that movement pattern is and reestablish that, right? Take, for example, it's your elbow. You want to make sure you can bend it so that your palm, and I'm doing this right now, touches your shoulder. And also so that you can extend your elbow and your palm now faces the ceiling. That's a range of motion. You want to establish that. And the end range is the point where your elbow doesn't move anymore. You want that to glide. So first is isometrics then movement then you can start to build strength at higher rep counts that should take you about six weeks chronic back pain it's been proven um there's a dr chris rayner on youtube i watch him a lot he's i love his stuff his channel he's an orthopedic uh, surgeon and that man is really about his science um and plays like big pun beats in the background too so that's Great, And he describes most back pain as being very conditional and short-term. And so we don't actually have to look for high, intense pain relief. So the, the steps to adding mobility, isometrics, movement, mobility, and strengthen. Six weeks. When we do take our evaluation process... In the moment, we remember that. So when we're evaluating medical professional advice, we remember that on our own. So physical therapist threw me back out into the real world. I don't know if I could work out, getting kind of low, not feeling it. Oh wait, I'm on week five. I know what I need to be doing. We need to remember OK, and this is my second piece of advice. Um, when we're getting chiropractics done to us, we need to remember that we're breaking the chains the pain cycle. We're breaking the pain cycle. Pain cycle got to go away. I got to make sure I treat the chiropractor like she's got the worst halitosis in the world. Meaning my time is limited. I'm here for a short, not a long. (laughs) Okay. And what I mean is every time you see your chiro, you're imagining the last time you're going to see them. We need to introduce that. We need to introduce that because if we don't, we end up going there for years. And then we need to think about have I improved outcome? lessened the ability of the joints or is it the same outcome alright the answer should always be better or we're doing something wrong um, you gotta take eating this is the third piece you gotta take your eating into advice Into you gotta take your eating into account your eating has to be your responsibility the only other person that it can be is the advice under who knows their business if you meet somebody that's with the business of nutrition they're a dietitian or they got some kind of paperwork that they can sh- describe to you show you whatever it needs to be about their nutrition and anything, you can go ahead and trust them if we're talking about somebody who's written a book on nutrition we're talking about journalists if we're talking about inventors with diets this requires another level of qualification and even more onus on you to be the purveyor of your own eating, right? So, a lot of times we trust the wrong folks when it comes to nutrition. Um, that's just facts, and I want you guys to take full responsibility of your own eating or vet someone instead of just picking up something. Because that's serious business. That's the thing we have to do every day. Take responsibility. Eat what you can pronounce. And if you're not a great reader, that's even better for your eating. All right. And lastly, we want to talk about medical doctors. We're we're relieving pain. We're relieving symptoms, symptomology primarily. And so it's okay to get a second opinion and also listen to your own body. All right. So in the war of trusting all medical professional advice or none. Which is just not bright to trust none. This is not the domain of a thinking person. It is not you, queen. All right, okay. In that case, when it's either no one or everybody, you've got to remember that there's a middle ground. And I gave you those four points mobility, soft tissue repair. Think about ending your relationship with your chiropractor sooner than later. Responsibility for your own eating. And remembering that it's okay to get second opinions so that we can always trust our medical professionals to keep us upright and moving. Because the opposite just ain't good enough. Okay. Have a great week, you guys. I'm going to stop there and leave you with that. If you found some useful information that you could use today, let me know how you did use it. And... If you like the episode, you can go on the Apple Podcasts and rate me. If you do five stars, I'll send you a free gift. I promise. Let me know how it turns out. All right. Thank you for listening. And until the next time, stay up.